Hello. Welcome to the K-Scope podcast. Billy Reeves here. I trust you're well. The debut solo album from the virtuoso I Am The Morning pianist Gleb Koyadin is out now. It's eponymous. It features Gavin Harrison, Nick Beggs, Steve Hogarth, Jordan Rudess, Mick Moss and Theo Travis. Before we hear from Gleb, who I spoke to from his hometown of St. Petersburg, Russia. Let's hear Storyteller featuring Jordan Rudess. Gleb Kolyadin, that's called Storyteller, and you can see the video for that up on the K-Scope Music channels, kscopemusic.com forward slash Gleb for all the details. Love this review from All About Jazz. The magical chemistry to weave everything into a dazzling ride 
with the smarts of Robert Fripp and the badassery of Beethoven. The spirit of Keith Emerson is probably pumping his fist in delight at seeing such inspired wizardry to carry on the tradition. And who knows, Franz Liszt may be cheering just as loud. I spoke to Gleb from his home in St Petersburg, Russia, and with the snow coming down here in West London, obviously, the first thing I asked him was, how's the weather there? <laughs> I would say that it's a proper Russian winter here, but it's more like crazy winter, because yesterday it was minus 17 degrees, but today it suddenly became warmer, so we all are waiting for the good sunny weather and dreaming to be in any warm place. What were you doing before joining I Am The Morning then? I was just playing the piano. Well, in general it's true, I have devoted most of my time to music lessons since childhood. Although shortly before the I Am The Morning I played for a while in another band. Uh, it was such an ordinary pop-rock band and my first experience in non-academic music, but it was quite useful and reflected on my perception of classical music too. Um, then the band broke up and a mutual friend introduced me to Mariana and since then we've been playing for seven years. Uh, so it was like a fateful meeting, I think. And when exactly did you decide it was time to make a solo LP and has it got a theme running through it? I had the idea of a solo album since uh, seven years ago while we were making the first I'm the Morning album, but I didn't take it seriously. I'm writing something like a musical diary where I record music tracks within one night and uh, for a few years I accumulated so much of them that at some point I felt ashamed that so much material was unused. After and the morning's lighthouse, I just wanted to pick some of my old sketches. In general, it was important to document that state of mind and those thoughts that I had, because I'm actually that type of person who needs to document the progress. So for me, this album is not just music, this is also a kind of documentation of several years of my life with my thoughts and my piano playing. And uh, it was very important for me and it became just like a kind of self-therapy and a way of self-discovery. I made a very clear and detailed scheme, uh, almost fully arranged with main parts already written and uh, roughly the same timing as in the final version. From there I only had to send that draft to the musicians, so they would play their parts, possibly adding their own colors and vision, leaving the chord intact. That resulted uh, in a sort of an architectural project that was taking shape under Vlad Avi and my control. In terms of subject matter, this album is a story about a person who sees the abandoned empty house in his dream but has never seen it in real life. Uh, that location is sort of a projection of the inner self. While pacing through twisted corridors and climbing up ladders, the character puts the scattered ideas together and comes to the holistic view on his own world. 
How did you decide who you were going to ask to collaborate on the records? It's quite a mixture of people thereon. Well, in general, I invited those people that I like. I consulted with Vlad Avi, my sound engineer, and uh, he advised me to send a message to everyone I'd want to play with. And when Gavin Harrison agreed to take part in the recording, I realized that the album was actually coming through. And all of a sudden, all other people agreed after listening to the material. And then Case Coop suggested that I ask Steve Hoggart. At first I doubted, I thought he would not agree, but in the end he agreed and recorded his voice for two tracks. It was even more than I hoped. What's St. Petersburg like from the point of view of a musician? Are there places to play? Are there groups that we should be checking out? I think it's simple if you play pop music or cheesy jazz. Uh, there are many places where people will come and listen to it. But these places are not very suitable for any another genre. I believe that the form defines the content. And uh, it's little sad because we have many venues and even good ones, but they are either too small or too large. Just a few venues somewhere in the middle, just a few really cozy places. Although this situation is changing gradually, many art cafes and bars with live music are opening. And of course uh, there are many excellent venues for classical music. But it's quite difficult to find a comfortable stage for prog music and also our prog crowd is not so huge. Finally then, how's Mariana? And are there any plans afoot for the next I Am The Morning LP? Mariana is well and says hi. She actually helps me with the language stuff right now because my English is pretty bad. And she generally helps me a lot. She returned recently from a crazy tour with Leprous and Agent Fresco and now is somewhere in England with friends. We are preparing something special that we started the last summer. Actually, I don't know if I can talk about this project before the official announcement, but I think some people guess what I'm talking about, especially if they follow us on Instagram. Uh, we are working on new songs and we are in search of a new sound for them. I don't want to run ahead of ourselves, but the current material sounds promising. Anyways, we wouldn't like the release of the new album to be delayed and we plan to start the recording process in summer. Hi Mariana!
right, thanks to Gleb for his time. That track from the new album is called Kaleidoscope. Now, Gaspacho have revealed uh, details of their new studio album, Soyuz. And this is the first single from it, Soyuz 1.
Gaspacho, Sawyer's One. More details about the LP. Kscopemusic.com forward slash gaz. They truly put the art in art rock, says Pop Matters of the United States of America. Now, there's a new Tesseract studio album coming on the 20th of April. It's entitled Sonder Plus the video for the new single, plus an enormous North American tour throughout April and May, a band that really do sit outside the bounds of any genre. I guess Pioneer's unstoppable force of off-kilter riffs. Uh, the fourth studio album then, coming out through K-Scope, and this is the single Luminary. Tesseract from the new album Sonder that is entitled Luminary. The tour of North America starts on the 19th of April in Boston, Massachusetts. 
and finishes on the 24th of May in New York City at the Irving Plaza. And if you like that and you dig Porcupine Tree, you will definitely like Godsticks. They're on tour throughout Europe and the UK in support of Faced with Rage, a headline tour starting on March the 31st and finishing on the 20th of May. few dates, godsticks.co.uk for details. Daniel Kavanagh of Anathema has added some more dates to his solo tour of Europe in support of his K-Scope album, monochrome back end of march into april four in poland three in the netherlands and the capital cities of italy bulgaria and romania there's going to be some more dates added i understand kscopemusic.com forward slash dc for details and paul draper is still out on tour playing manson's attack of the gray lantern in full on its 21st anniversary and he's confirmed release of ep3 and a new lyric video for this one from spooky action entitled jealousy is a powerful emotion
Paul Draper has two albums out on K-Scope, Spooky Action and Live at Scala. And he'll be joining Stephen Wilson on tour in North America later this year, which gives me the perfect excuse to finish this podcast with some Porcupine Tree. Deadwing and In Absentia have finally been remastered and reissued on limited edition coloured vinyl. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the K-Scope podcast. As ever, we're humbled by the music played here and also by the fans and listeners that make our label possible. Keep supporting independent music by subscribing, liking and sharing this podcast with your chums. Until next time then, this is The Sound of Muzak from In Absentia, Porcupine Tree. Hear the sound of music drifting in the aisles Elevator Prozac stretching on for miles Music of the future will not entertain It's only meant to repress and neutralize your brain of the world.